Oh, well, good morning. Did any of you wake up in a good mood today? Raise your hand if you did. Okay, good. Me too, so I apologize ahead of time. I've had a lot of coffee too, on top of that. So, so without further ado, let's get back into prayer for a moment, um, and then we'll, we'll get into the word this morning. Lord, we, again, we echo that prayer. We thank you uh, for who you are, and just ask that we continue to posture ourselves before you to always be asking, Lord, what are you saying to me? Because you have a lot to say, a lot of things you want to reveal to us. Um, and how do, we, how do you want us to respond? How do you want us to wrestle with it? How do you want us um, to really um, just respond in a way that speaks of who you are? So we just pray that no matter why we're here or how we got here or what we brought in, would you help us get to a place right now where we're open to hear whatever you might want to say to us so that you can do your transformational work in our lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, uh, this morning we're going to continue in our little mini-series of Christmas Rewired. And uh, for those of you that are new, I just want to give you a quick uh, recap of the first two weeks. When we look at Christmas, there are certain things that we expect. Yes? There are certain things we prepare for. The shopping, the caroling, the anxiety of getting it all done in a certain amount of time. And as your family expands and you got one more person, you got to put on the list and then the anxiety gets bigger, right? The buzz gets bigger. And there are things that we say and things that we do and things that we see on TV and in the media. Christmas is a time for this and it's a season for this. And so we looked at some of those things. But what's important to remember And to know, moving forward in life, not just in the season, is that life, and Christmas especially, is about making Jesus known because he made himself known to us. It's not about the the gifts. It's not about the hoopla. Those things are fun. They're good. They're exciting. We enjoy them. But let's remember that it's an everyday season of making Jesus known. And then we look at it's a season of giving. Giving, we give out of a, a, a place to make Jesus known, no matter how big or small the gift. No matter what the gift is, our countenance, the way we give it, the intention, is all about making him known. Even in the little gag gifts. Who gets gag gifts, like in a stocking or something? You're like, why'd they even invent this, let alone someone give it to me? Or buy it to give it to me, Right? But you see the intention. There's a sense of joy and fun and anticipation to connect. Those are Jesus things. So everything we do is to make him known. So this morning we're going to talk about something that I saw and I heard. And it may not be a very common phrase, but do you find during Christmas there's an atmosphere or something in the air where people go... I need to reconcile with someone, or I need to fix something. It's the season to bring things together and reconcile. Anyone feel that in the air at times? Okay. All right. And I heard this phrase. Someone was, it was on TV, I think, and someone was trying to confess their love to someone, and they said, it's Christmas time. Now, those of you that know me, this irritates me when I hear this, okay? It's Christmas time, and Christmas is when you tell the truth. Yeah, well, December 25th, coming up quick. (sighs) Better be honest. (laughs) It's going to take all my energy for this one day and this one season 
to be truthful. When Scripture says Jesus is the light, do we know that phrase? Yes, right? What does light do? It shines. It reveals. What does love do? Yeah, it reveals, and it, it does something. It changes. It brings you to what is true. It brings you to the core. When we look at love as God is love, that is. And what about truth? What does truth do? It releases. It sets you free. It reveals. And truth is something that we have to live in every day. If we are to make God known, that means that the truth of who he is has to be known in everything we do. We have a hard time with all levels of truth because truth always costs something. It does. It always costs something, and it may, some of it may be as small as you don't feel it. Some truth, you feel a lot of the cost. You put yourself out there. But nonetheless, it costs something because it reveals, it exposes us, and we don't like to be exposed unless it's on our terms. But those of us who have stepped in a relationship with Jesus has stepped into that light, has stepped into that truth, and said, okay, I am yours. Well, then if he's yours, then guess what? You're an instrument of truth and light. And so now your life has to reflect the truth no matter how hard it is to get to that. And it's always a wrestling match. It's always going to be challenging. Now, when you build a habit, it gets a little easier, but it's still something you wrestle with. Because how many of you like getting caught? Yeah, no. Right? Because now you're reactive. When you are able to either confess or step in or share, it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. It could just be sharing and let people in. Now you're inviting someone into dialogue. When you get caught, there's no dialogue. Or at least not a proactive one, right? It becomes a reactive, volatile situation. I learned this early on in life, and I'm going to share a story with you I've shared a few years ago, but I see a lot of new faces, so I'm going to share it again today. You hear how fast I'm talking? That's coffee and natural energy, where they collide. (sighs) Okay. So when I was younger, (laughs) I grew up a people pleaser, just my nature. Any people pleasers here? You'd start a club, great. Support group. I hated getting in trouble. I didn't like it. There's some people out there who love getting in trouble. They love like rebelling because it's like no one has control over me. Well, everyone had control over me. I was like, okay, I'll do that. Okay, I'll do that. But I could not stand getting in trouble. And here's the deal is that God knows us. Yes, he knows everything about us. And if he speaks to us, you better believe he can tattle on you. You ever thought about that? You can be doing something and God can tell someone else and reveal that there's something there and they come to you and then what? You're caught. And this was a time where I got caught and I didn't like it. Now, I was, uh, I was about 14. I was hanging around a crowd I shouldn't have been. And uh, this one guy, this one friend of mine, we went to a record store when they actually had those. And they had magazines and books and all this stuff and certain things you probably shouldn't look at. Catch my drift. And so there's no one in the record store except for uh, the, the person behind the register. There's no one there. And my friend wants to steal one of these things. 
that are, are not very edifying. And so I'm going, oh, no. You know, my people-pleaser nature is just freaking out. And then I'm trying to be cool at the same time. When those two things collide, it looks all kinds of bad. Yeah, man, let's do this. This is awesome. Oh, man, I can't wait for this. And you just, I'm sweating. He wants to steal this thing. He doesn't want to just look at it. He wants to steal it and then go look at it. I'm going, that's three bad things. Two are the same. So he grabs it, throws it to me. And I'm like, no, it's like hot potato. I throw it back. And again, you're trying not to create a scene. So it just looks all kinds of bad. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm cool, man. Just get it away. So we start walking home. He takes it home. And I'm like, okay, I can't have that in my house. Not my house. Now, if, you know, if anyone's gotten to know my parents, my mom can discern things like none other. And it just, it terrifies me. <laughs> it does. So... I have no poker face. I know I have no poker face. Even at a young age, I knew I had no poker face. So this was the moment of truth. I am guilty as anything, and I'm going to step through these doors, and I know my mom will be on the other side, and I've got to make sure this is all good, that we don't have the record store fiasco I just had 20 minutes ago. So I walk in. I'm like, okay, I know not to do this. I know not to say anything dumb, but my weak spot is all this. So I walk in, and almost immediately, this is how I remember it. She might remember it differently, but this is how I remember it, so we're going with that version. <laughs> she takes one look at me. She goes, what's wrong? <gasps> Nothing. <laughs> I'm relaxed. I'm good. Nothing. She goes, what'd you, what'd you do? <sighs> Number four bad thing I did that day. I don't know what you're talking about. Now I lied to my mama. I'm busted. And she goes, this, to this day, scares me. Did you steal anything? You should have seen my reaction. And then I sat down at that point. No. And I'm racking my brain. There was no one. I'm paranoid by nature. There was no one in the store. There's no one. There's no one there. She goes, did you steal something that you shouldn't have been looking at? <laughs> I remember crying and just, I was a my, was this thing. <laughs> She's like, calm down, dude. And from that moment, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to tell the truth for now. If I do something, and I did. I, anything, I, anytime I did something bad, I told them right away. And they probably didn't want to know half of the stuff. And they were very gracious. But that was my first collision with truth is going to come out. And it's better to identify the truth in your life and wrestle with the truth and offer the truth and allow people to see the truth of who Jesus is in your life with all the bad stuff you're wrestling with, with all the tough stuff, than for it to come out the other way. Because that gets really challenging. And if we are people of the light, if we are people of truth, then everything we do has to reveal that truth. Let's, let's take the lobby experience on church, at church every Sunday. What is the common thing? Good morning, how you doing? I'm good. And in your mind, you're going, life sucks. It's terrible. I'm being honest. I mean, it hurts. But you go... I'm good. I'm fine. And then you try, you know, those who are really flirting with 
the truth. Uh, you know, they want to tell the truth, but they don't want to reveal it. They go, I'm okay. Vague enough to not be a lie and vague enough to be the truth. But what if we were to walk there, walk through the, the lobby and someone says, how are you doing? You go, yeah, I'm not doing too well. I don't feel like talking about it, but you could pray for me. Because now what you're doing is you're revealing Jesus. You're being honest, you're speaking truth, you're revealing him, and now you're giving an invitation for someone to enter in with you without being intrusive. And truth has now been implemented in a situation that we normally go through, and we, we kind of don't, not every single person does that, but what do, you, what do you call this when someone says, you know you're doing terrible, and someone says, how are you doing, and you say, I'm great. What is that called? Yeah. No matter how you cut it, and that's not to make anyone feel bad. I do it all the time, and I don't know I'm doing it. I think I, it's self-preservation. I think it's just me going, I don't, it's not the time or place. But instead of giving someone false information, give them good information and just don't over-detail it. But that's a small example. And then you have bigger examples when God's processing stuff with you and, and wants, you need to share it with someone, but you hold it in because you're ashamed you're this or you're that. But wait a minute. I'm a person, I love Jesus. Truth needs to be coming out of me all the time. And it's hard. So what we're going to do, I just want you to, I'm going to read a, a passage and I just want you to receive it. Sit back and relax. Um, out of John 18. And here Jesus has been arrested. And he's going to have a conversation with Pilate. And here we, we, we hear the Christmas story in effect, really the meaning of why he's here. And we hear this message of truth. And so Jesus is before Pilate, and Pilate um, is asking him privately some questions so that he can make a proper judgment. And this is what Pilate says to Jesus, your own people and chief priests, your own people and chief priests have handed you over to me. What is it you have done? And Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. And Pilate says, ah, you're a king then. And this is what we see in the Christmas story. You say that I'm a king. In fact, the reason why I was born into this world and came into the world is to testify to the truth. To the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. And then Pilate says this. The good Roman he is. What is truth? Well, they don't have a conversation after that because Pilate leaves and he says to the Jewish people, I find no fault in this guy. And then we know the story and the exchange that happens. But he doesn't follow through with the question, what is truth? Because truth was standing before him. And Jesus, I can only imagine, is going, hello, McFly, I am right here. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those moments. What is truth? Jesus going, I just blew your mind right now. You don't know that it's me right here? I'm about to die and I'm staying stuff like this. 
I'm just me interjecting. He's pretty awesome. But he couldn't identify it. We are the people that represent the truth standing before Pilate, and we have trouble um, making that truth known in every way, not just that he is Lord, but about who we are and the struggle that we have. Remember, Jesus is a great parent. I have learned more about God parenting than anything else. And I know that when we're, as parents, instilling things in our kids, you've got to be patient. Discipline has got to be there, but you can't write them off. You have to stick with it because you need to nurture, discipline, train, equip, not so they just do the right thing for doing the right thing, but so they can know their Lord and Savior in such a way that they reflect him and life pours out into the atmospheres around them and then people's lives are changed. You better believe Jesus does that with us. And so there's grace to learn, not to condone bad behavior, but to learn, to fail and learn and then step in more deeply to who he is. That's truth. And, and God wants to release truth in our lives. He wants us to be the instrument of truth to this world. He wants to make himself known. And we've said that Jesus is the truth, so if we make him known, guess what we're making known? Truth. Have I said we're talking about truth today? We have the wonderful privilege to wrestle, to struggle, so that our lives reflect the truth that we celebrate seasonally, that we need to be celebrating every day. Because Jesus wants to be known every day. And he will not be contained to a season, to a time, to a day. He has unleashed and released himself in our lives so that the world can know him. Now, when we look in 1 Peter, we hear this. Many of us know this. Some of us don't. But we are told to have an answer for the hope that we have, to tell the truth about what's going on in our lives and our relationship with Jesus. And this is what it says in verse 15 of chapter 3 in 1 Peter. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. And that can be defined as a phrase that we've used, make sure he's your magnificent obsession. Revere him. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Let me say that again. Always. That's an absolute. That's every moment, every day. Good, bad, ugly, beautiful. Every day, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you, enemy, friend, someone you don't know, everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness. Sometimes we miss that part. And respect, keeping clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. 
We, we have to live in truth in such a way, no matter if our relationship with the Lord is in a good place or the bad place, we know, we may not always feel it, but we know that we have hope. So when people enter in dialogue with us, we are being honest. We reveal that hope. Whether your situation is good or it's bad, people need to know that it doesn't have to be you know, sunshine and rainbows for Jesus to be Lord of your life. It's gonna come in the most uncomfortable, tough, challenging times of your life. And as Christians, we're still gonna have to struggle with that, but we need to be honest and truthful about it so people can know the hope that we have and we don't condemn them for not knowing. We gently bring them in to our situation so that they can see Jesus as they've never seen him before. People of the light, people of truth. That's the, one of the beautiful names that are written on our heart because Jesus is written on our hearts. When I was growing up, my grandma would sing this one particular song that some of us who have grown up in the church know and she would sing it in this high soprano, and I could never get there. And she would sing it all the time whenever she's doing anything. So I want you to sing it with me once you realize what it is, okay? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. shine. I've never been moved by that song till today in my entire life, and it wrecked me first service. Because you know what we just declared? I'm going to reveal your truth. 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 And then the verse goes, put it under a bushel. No, and that's emphatic. That isn't, well, maybe. It's an emphatic no. I'm going to stand in the mighty name of Jesus, and I'm going to make him known. It's what's going to happen. The truth is going to come out. Is my life perfect? No. Is it flawed? Absolutely. But Jesus meets me in the messiness, and he messes with it more until that there's order and peace in my heart. Then I know that no matter what happens, he is the light of the world, he's the truth of my life, and he's the hope of my life, and I'm going to make it known. Because people need their messiness embraced by the truth of the world that we celebrate on December 25th that we should be celebrating every day and moving even deeper in relationship, not staying at the birth, but letting him just rule our hearts and take us deeper. We cannot be a church that is just about Christmas and Easter and a few wonderful messages here and there that inspire us to make good choices for the sake of good choices and to save face. I don't want to save this face. I want Jesus to mess it up so it looks like his face. That's what we're called to be. I wish I had more energy this morning. Here's the hard truth. And it wrecks me every time I think about it. If we are called to live the truth, it will not always feel safe to be truthful. Let me say that again. If we're called to be truth because we carry Jesus, it's not always going to feel safe to be truthful. Sometimes you'll be crucified for it. When you look at Jesus, none of his context or his situations ever really looked safe for him to reveal the truth of who he is. And he was crucified for it. But he was truthful in the small things 
and in the big things to the moment Pilate questioned him, to the moment he was on the cross. And let me tell you, was it easy for him? No, because we see in the garden that he doesn't want to do it. He sees in the garden, he goes, Lord, if it's your will, please don't let me do this. I don't want to do this. But I will because it's your will. That is the attitude that the church must have because Jesus is the head, we are the body, and because the head says, I may not want to do this, but I'm going to do this, my life is yours, and what do you think the body has to do? Follow, and we say the same thing. It might be dangerous, but yet, yet so what? There's life everlasting in Jesus, and we have, that's the hope. Is a relationship with Jesus always, not just this life so we have direction and purpose. Our purpose is to be with him always for eternity, amen. So we cannot look at it in a created bubble, but an uncreated bubble where our minds blow up because we don't understand eternity because that must mean someone who made us is uncreated, and that's Jesus. And we got to deal with the fact we're not going to have every answer we want the way we want it because Jesus said, Without saying a word, I am the truth standing right in front of you. You want truth? It's right here. Step into it, and I will reveal myself through you. That is the Christmas season we have got to be stepping into every day so people all over the world forget about just the consumerism and all this and the holiday specials on Lifetime and really see truth and power while people are dying all over the country and racism is happening everywhere and there's children being abused, sexually molested, all this horrible stuff. They need to see the truth. They need to see the love and the grace, the gentleness and the respect, but the power and authority that comes in the name of Jesus. That's who we celebrate every day. We don't stay at the birth. We walk with him from that point on. The birth is the beginning. Not the beginning and the end. It is the beginning of a wonderful, hard, heartbreaking, but hopeful and life-giving walk that we have as the church body. So no more of this, hey, how you doing? I'm great, but I'm dying inside. If you can't bleed in a hospital, where can you bleed? If you can't hurt and be honest with your church family, where can you? Wherever Jesus is, it's safe. It doesn't always feel safe, but it's safe. And he wants to reveal himself in power, spirit, and truth. That's our call. That's what all this is about. Easy peasy. No, no. And this is not something you can put on your new New Year resolution list. It has no timetable. It is a crockpot kind of mentality that God is going to work himself into our lives if we let him, and we're going to see a life filled with truth and life. And you'll never want to put a cover or a bushel over that. And it will be when people, when you don't think people are watching you too. Can you be truthful and honest in the secret places as well as the public places? Because you have no idea who's watching you. I got a, a, an email about a year ago from a student who had watched me. I don't, I don't even remember it happening, but just being honest about something up front, I don't remember, and said that one thing, and I didn't know who this person was, helped them live in a way that they hadn't lived before. That's humbling. And it brought me to tears because I didn't know anyone was watching me like that. 
You don't, you never know who's watching you. So we always want to make him known. Our guard can never be down. Well, I'm by myself in the house. Now I can just forget about this Jesus thing. No, because he wants to reveal himself to you there. And somehow your story will get out and change the life of another. See how this works? Man, this is fun. I think when God drops something on us, it's fun. It's hard, but it's fun. So why don't we pray? And I just want to posture ourselves just to receive for a moment. And it's not about what you've done, but now what are you going to do? What are you going to do now with him? What are you going to let him say and let him mess with in your life right now? Remember, he's a good father, and he's patient, and he's kind. But yet, he's also not without discipline. And I'm not talking about punishment discipline. I'm talking about equipping, training discipline, because that keeps us close to him. So just open yourselves to receive all that he has for you, because that's what he wants, just for you to be open to receive. You don't have to have all your answers. Jesus is the truth. He's right there. Let him reveal himself. So, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for the space to engage you, the questions we have, but we need not ask what is truth because truth stares us in the face every day, and that's you. You want us close to you in the embrace Would you ignite through your Holy Spirit the courage to go into the dangerous places, no matter where they be? And I'm not just talking about across the world. It could be in our own workplace. It could be in our families, wherever it feels uncomfortable. Lord, would you give us the courage, ignite the courage through your Holy Spirit to make you known, to speak the truth in love and grace, to allow your truth to be revealed in just our countenance and how we respond. And that we're never a finished product. You're always working on us. So may we step into that grace to know that we're a work in process and progress. Have your way. We give you permission to have your way. May we allow the messiness of our lives to embrace by your love. And I want to thank you for that wonderful report of being in the black. It just shows that you provide. So we may, may we never, ever, ever fear giving to you out of an act of worship because you always provide. We're yours. So we ask that we continue to give, give you access to all that we are, relationally, financially, time, whatever it may be, we're yours. Would you continue to bless our time in worship this morning? And may we worship in truth. May we not hold back because we're afraid or this might look weird, but we allow you to have access to us that we worship in truth. We worship in spirit. We thank you that you give us the space to do so. May we take advantage of that this morning and stay with you. In Jesus' name, amen. If my heart is overwhelmed And I cannot hear your voice I hold on to what is true Though I cannot see 
If the storms of life they come and the road ahead gets steep, I will lift these hands in faith. I will believe. And I remind myself of all that you've done and the life I have because of your son. Oh, 